Browsing the models at an RV show or dealer can be a daunting experience. An initial question among many new RVers is, how do I choose my first model? The fear of making a poor decision can delay enjoying the RV lifestyle. But hastily making a poor decision can cost a fortune. Here are some tips to buying your first or next RV. Welcome to Snowbirds and RV Travelers, the weekly show for RV enthusiasts, where we talk about parks, activities, travel tips, trends, reviews, and the latest news affecting your RV experience. Enjoy the show? Please share it with your friends and take a moment now to like, follow, and subscribe. You can catch up on previous episodes at rvpodcast.com. Today's podcast is written and presented by Perry Mack. Hey, here's an exclusive offer for Snowbirds and RV Travelers listeners. Golden Village Palms RV Resort is a welcoming retreat for an active lifestyle. From dining to recreation to shopping, everyone enjoys this pet-friendly RV resort. Now, if you call 1-888-RV-STAYS, that's 1-888-787-8297, and use promo code SNOWBIRDS, you can have a discounted monthly rate of just $749 for stays through April 2024. Spend your days on the pickleball courts, relax by the pools, work out in the fitness center, or enjoy one of the many daily resort activities in sunny California. Your friends who own a trailer or motorhome are often a good place to start, especially if you like to do the same outdoor activities. Scheduled RV seminars, as well as your local dealer, are also helpful to narrow your choices. Let's look at the differences between a motorhome and a trailer. We'll look at drivables versus towables. Each category has an extensive range of sizes, designs, and floor plans. We've owned everything from a tent trailer to a Class A. They all served a purpose with pros and cons. Ultimately, they met our needs for the type of RVing we like to do at that particular time in our lives. There are several advantages of a drivable RV, whether it's a van conversion like a Class B or a luxury 44-foot dream coach. The Class A that we owned was perfect for our family of five, six if you include the dog. We were active in sports and the basement storage allowed us to easily bring along all our gear. I mean, this included life jackets, wetsuits, dry suits, windsurfing gear, bikes, plus all the clothing and safety equipment that went with it. Now, not all drivables have this expanse of storage. What is common is you can use most of the RV amenities during travel without stopping. Our friends nicknamed our Class A the Taj, as in the Taj Mahal, since they were all using smaller RVs or windsurfing out of their cars. Aside from the driver, me, everyone could get snacks, take bathroom breaks at any time, stretch out on the couch, enjoy a nap in the bed, play games, and find their own space. The level of comfort for a large family with children of differing ages is exponentially better and more comfortable in a drivable, rather than the kids being sandwiched in the back seat of a tow vehicle. The longest trip in our Class A was from Southern BC to San Diego, California, with stops everywhere along the way. There was virtually no fighting or arguing between siblings. The Class A during the trip also provided the best driver experience, with the order of a fresh sandwich and cold beverage easily voice-activated with a small suggestion to the family co-pilot. Now that our children are grown and never go RVing with us anymore, we're considering a Class B, the van conversion. In most Class Bs, 
you'll enjoy the benefit of accessing RV amenities at any time. They'll deliver better fuel economy, entry to more RV sites and parks, and they'll have much lower ferry fees. The key advantage of a towable versus a drivable is lower purchase and usage costs. A towable doesn't have an engine and a drivetrain to maintain or require additional expensive insurance coverage. We started RVing with our young children and a dog in a vintage, aka farm find, 14-foot travel trailer that we restored. Our friends lovingly nicknamed it the Vintage. Using my work van, we towed it all over British Columbia. Since the van was already purchased, insured, and maintained, and the cost of the RV was just some materials and the sweat equity involved in the restoration, this was very inexpensive RVing. The trailer slept three, mom, dad, and daughter, and we put an inflatable mattress in the van to accommodate our boys. The second advantage of a towable is having a tow vehicle ready to explore the area we were visiting. We just disconnected the trailer and started driving to any attraction without any concern about parking or traveling on rough terrain. Four service roads to waterfalls, visiting downtown cities for shopping, and even accessing drive-through banks and fast food locations were never a concern. Yes, you can pull a towed vehicle behind a Class A or even many Class C RVs. It just requires more effort and expense. The longer rig can be limiting in accessing some national, provincial, and state parks, and backing up requires steely nerves, a spotter, and a lot of experience. We recommend that you always consider comfort, because we realize that RVing is not so much about living space as it is about comfortable sleeping and storage space. Now, if those were the only considerations, everyone would buy the largest RV they could afford. But the size of a unit impacts where you can go and the cost it takes to get there. Comfortable sleeping often means not having to fold out a bed or break down a dinette. For larger families, some fifth wheels, toy haulers, and Class A's have two bedrooms and often en-suites. Class C models and newer coaches have one bedroom plus a bed over the cab in various configurations. In both instances, it means you don't have to fold out a bed or break down a dinette suite. This maximizes space during the day while providing a comfortable sleeping area at night. Having a permanent bedroom versus a convertible sofa or dinette allows these features to be used for their intended purposes rather than bothering the occupants in the morning. An extra slumber tip here is to determine what type of mattress comes with the RV you choose. The fifth wheel we own came with a quality sleep-inducing memory foam, but our previous 28-foot travel trailer had something that shouldn't even have been called a mattress. Ask for the upgrade when negotiating the price of your next RV. Determine the right size and weight. Ask yourself where you want to go in an RV. We found that the 14-foot travel trailer could be towed practically everywhere. However, as time went by, we wanted more space and comfort. So we chose an outdoor RV 28-foot Black Rock travel trailer with a slide. Many publicly owned campgrounds have an RV size limit of 30 feet. By staying under 30 feet and choosing a unit with a slide, we got the floor space we needed while maintaining access to most federal, provincial, and state parks. This towable was able to access most terrain that we wanted to explore given its especially high ground clearance. However, bigger most often means heavier. So in our case, it included the weight of a slide, 
and a 28-foot versus a 14-foot travel trailer. Now, at this time, we owned a one-ton diesel truck, so size didn't matter, and we could easily pull the larger trailer. You should always consider the weight of the trailer when determining what unit to buy. You need to know what tongue weight the vehicle can manage and the maximum tow capacity. Purchasing a new or pre-owned tow vehicle also has to be factored into your budget. From experience, we can confidently say that we don't recommend a trailer that tests the upper weight limit of a tow vehicle. Other considerations include drivability and towability. A trailer that's more than 10,000 pounds gross vehicle weight requires a heavy trailer endorsement, which includes a written and a driving test. Most provinces and states have similar requirements. If your Class A is equipped with air brakes, you will need an air brake endorsement. These requirements are not showstoppers, but definitely should be factored into your decision as there's an extra cost and extra time involved. What is your style? If getting off the beaten path is how you see yourself RVing, then choosing an RV with a high ground clearance is key. You can choose a travel trailer that meets your size requirements, while Class B, Class C, and truck campers are also very popular options. Class Bs can be ordered with a higher ground clearance and four-wheel drive. You need to decide how long you plan to get away. For boondocking or rustic sites, you'll want large capacity black, gray, and freshwater tanks. Solar power is also important to keep devices and your vehicle charged enough for at least a week's worth of off-grid time. Plan for outdoor recreation. If ATVs, side-by-sides, dirt bikes, and or motorcycles are in your future or recreational plans, a toy hauler would be perfect. If you want peace and solitude in a secluded location, take a look at the tiny teardrop trailers. They'll set your imagination on fire with their possibilities. On the other hand, luxury comes in the form of larger Class A models, which are required for some motor coach resorts with amenities including golf courses, pools, and clubhouses. They're a very relaxing way to spend winters at a snowbird destination or summers near home. Most recently, we chose a Montana High Country 37-foot fifth wheel for semi-full-time RVing. Roughing it became a thing of the past with its large screen TVs, rocker recliners, king-size bed, constant hot water, kitchen island, and a residential-size fridge. We already owned the one-ton truck, and I wasn't threatened by getting the heavy-duty endorsement. By investing in a Napier truck tent, we could use the fifth wheel as a luxury home base and explore the region by camping in our truck anywhere. A truck tent fits in the bed of your truck, which means you always have a flat, dry space to camp. And finally, let's talk about that dirty six-letter word, budget. Don't let your budget be a dream crusher, either before or after your purchase. Choose a model wisely and then shop for it. Knowing what style you want before you shop will make your experience so much more enjoyable. Further, avoid being pressured into purchasing an RV that's so expensive you'll cringe looking at your bank statement every month. But it's also important to buy an RV that you look forward to using and that provides you with pride of ownership. Your budget should include the costs after the purchase. This includes maintenance, insurance, fuel, campground fees, propane fills, and winter storage. New is always nice, 
but a pre-owned model can fulfill all your needs if you get the right model. We always recommend looking for RVs that are three to five years old as most of the depreciation has already occurred, which means if you decide to sell it in a few years, you'll get a good chunk of your money back. If it's in your budget, avoid a motorhome or trailer that is eight years or older since some campgrounds and parks are instituting a 10-year model rule. This means that if your RV is 10 years or older, they may refuse you entry unless you can get an exemption. Remember, when browsing pre-owned models, take an experienced RVer with you or even an experienced RV technician. They can recognize the danger signs that you won't see. It might cost a little bit of money to hire an experienced RV technician to go with you, but the money and time you could save by avoiding an RV with problems is incalculable. Finally, when browsing the models, take pictures, videos, and notes of the units that appeal to you. After viewing just a few RVs, we always found that when we got home, we couldn't remember which RV had which features. The number of choices can be daunting, but the positive fact is that there certainly is one out there that's perfect for this time in your life.